Hey everyone, it's Mike. I'm sure you're wondering what I'm doing in your podcast feed on a Thursday morning. Well, I wanted to post this in our usual Wednesday spot, but I was traveling, didn't have any good recording equipment to record this intro, so here we are. This is not the Raya and the Last Dragon episode. That will be coming soon. I haven't dropped 30 bucks to watch that movie yet, but we will, and that'll be coming to you in the near future. But recently, I went on a trip to Disney World with my wife and my daughter. This was her first trip, and obviously our first trip in a pandemic. And just this week, I was a guest on the Be Our Guest podcast. This is a show that talks about travel to Disney. It's hosted by a guy named Mike Rollman, who's a Disney travel planner. He's a great guy. He's a fellow St. Louisan. He goes to Disney World way more than I do. I know that's a surprise to you. But this show has been around forever. He's been doing it for like 10 years. They've done over 1,800 episodes. They answer listener questions about travel to Disney. They talk about all sorts of Disney World stuff. And they also have guests on to talk about their experiences in the parks. So I was on that show this Monday talking about our recent trip. You'll hear about my first experience in Star Wars Land, my first experience on the Skyliner, my first experience taking a child to the parks, and uh, my love for Impressions de France, the greatest attraction at Epcot. Fight me. So thanks to Mike Rollman for having me on the Be Our Guest podcast. Please check out that show if you love Disney World like I do. This is the full recording of that episode, so you'll hear his intro and his outro, and I'll be in the middle. Again, we'll be back soon with our 59th official episode of Disney One by One, Raya and the Last Dragon. But until then, please enjoy the Be Our Guest podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. I hope this week is awesome already for you. If not, let's turn it around right now. How about a great trip report to uh, to have some fun to start your Monday morning to get you down the road to work or school? Listener Mike from St. Louis joins me today. That's right. It's Mike and Mike, both from St. Louis, to talk about his recent trip down to Walt Disney World last month uh, with his daughter. First time taking one of his kids to Walt Disney World. It was a quick weekend trip, just three days but they did Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot. They went to Chef Mickey's. We talk about Mike's first time in Galaxy's Edge as a huge Star Wars fan. He made a lightsaber. He did Smuggler's Run, Rise of the Resistance, and so much more. We cram a lot of fun Disney talk into this quick 35 minutes. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. That's the best way to support the Be Our Guest podcast. Give us a shot. Book your next trip over at the Magic for Less. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop online. It's a free, simple way to support the podcast. One extra click, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thanks to all of our patrons. You're allowing us to do four shows a week, plus a live show every Sunday night, even in this time where travel's still down just a bit. If you'd like to become a patron and get Mike in the Midwest, a bonus podcast every Thursday, just visit patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 1865 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents. You know it over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. And uh, how was that shortest weekend of the year? You're probably tired today, right? Yeah, we're. You know what? I'm tired this Monday, but I'm tired every Monday. It's just, it's how it is. That's called being 47 and a dad. It, it, it's exhausting and it, you're always tired. And it doesn't matter what age you are. 
even if you're a parent or not a parent nowadays, it's 2021, we're all tired. And I don't think that one hour of sleep is going to make much of a difference. But hopefully, hopefully we'll get to enjoy some more time after work and after school outside. And, uh, you know, last week here in the Midwest, and our, our guest today, he's here in St. Louis with me as well. We had some amazing weather for a long stretch. I mean, 70s here in March. It's been beautiful. I had the shorts on, enjoying, you know, just going out, taking the dog for a walk and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's gone. It's going to be rainy in the 50s and, and all that stuff. So as soon as it stays light longer, the good weather goes away. But that's how it is. But hey, we're going to we're going to switch it up here and have some fun by talking Disney. So as I said, joining me from here in St. Louis, Missouri, we have Lister Mike. So it's Mike and Mike from St. Louis. What's up, Mike? Not only Mike and Mike, but we almost have the same last name. <laughs> that is true. I didn't even think about that. Our, our uh, last names are very, very similar. Roman and Rolfing. We're basically the same person. That is, that's a little crazy. That's a little, both yeah. Are, that's, both Cardinals that's, fans. Yeah, yeah. How about the Blues? You like the Blues? Of course. Yeah, I was right. Tosa Ravioli? It's fine. Ted Drew. <laughs> oh, Ted Drew's. Okay. And Lions Choice. I love Lions yes, Choice. Yes, yes. And for, and uh, Ricky loves her Lions Choice. She misses out on that being down in Atlanta now. But if you don't know what Lions Choice is, when you get to St. Louis, you got to check it out. It's roast beef. It's a fast food roast beef place. But they put some intense seasoning on the roast beef, and it's a little rare. Some people are a little bit shocked when they, if, if you're a little nervous, you might not even want to open up the sandwich. Just eat it and trust me. Yeah, well, it's know. not like deli meat. It's actually like a hunk of beef they slice. Yeah, Medium yeah. rare. It's like Arby's <laughs> is dog food compared to compared to Lion's Choice. It's pretty so awesome. Good. It is pretty awesome. So you got to check that out because it was like Lion's Choice. They serve lion. No, it's not lion. It's roast beef. Anyway. It feeds the lion inside of you. That's exactly right. And we have one right across the street. All right. So, um, before we hop into talking about this really unique trip, you took a quick trip recently, um, lots of firsts, so we'll be talking about that. But uh, just give us a little background on your on your Disney fandom, like how it started, and and you know some of your favorite things, all this. We just like to get to know our listeners before we get rocking here. Of course, and if you want to hear even more, I was on your episode one thousand four hundred seventy-two. <laughs> yes, I remember <laughs> that one. No, yeah. it's been so many. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> That was like April of a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disney. I don't know. I've always loved Disney. Obviously grew up watching the movies as a child and also went to the theme parks a number of times because we lived in Connecticut for a few years and it was a little closer to drive down there than it is to drive down there from St. Louis. And, and I think now as an adult, it's part nostalgia and part just, I love the creativity and the technology and the innovation and just, and also just the history of everything. Um, I think the combination of all those things is why I love it so much. And just, just the vibe of being there. Right. So with, with the 50th coming up, I just want to ask, you know, some of our listeners just moving forward, you know, what are, what are you most excited about? You know, we have a lot of new stuff that's either going to open. We found out just this past week, you know, uh, that Ratatouille is going to open on October 1st. I know a lot of people are upset about that, but Disney's smart as far as logistics will spread people out, hopefully. But, um, yeah, a lot of stuff's going to be changing. You know, Epcot's changing the whole park. You got some new attractions. Just, uh, you know, what has you excited as far as things moving forward? Yeah, I think the potential of Epcot is what's making me very excited. When I was just there, you know, a few weeks ago, it was a huge construction site. And I always really liked Future World, but I'm really excited to see what they do with that. I know those plans are a little bit in flux with that giant three-story building they were going to build. Um I'm excited for the Ratatouille ride, which is, like you said, is opening soon. Um, I actually got to go on that in Paris a number of years ago. Which, oh, nice. So, I, so I, is it, let, me, let me ask you, that. though, is it worth yeah. the wait? I mean, is this going to be something that people are really raving about, or is it just your, what are your thoughts? 
It's really cool. It's not as cool as Rise of the Resistance. Right. <laughs> I don't think we're expecting that, but yeah, I, mean, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's a similar idea. Uh, the trackless ride, some screens combined with with practical things, um, but it can't it can't rival the Star Wars ride. Right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, expect that, but I'm I'm expecting yeah. it'll just be nice to have another experience back in World Showcase, right? I mean, I, I like what World Showcase is, but give me more. Um, you I know, call it a less high tech version of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That's what I'm trying to compare it to because I haven't been on it, but I mean, I've been on Mickey and Minnie's and. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's it, it's not groundbreaking, but it's you know I just look at it as fun. You know, it's a fun addition to, to the studio. So, just having more back in France is going to be exciting. So now you've been overseas to to, to uh, Paris. So what what led you to, to that park? So I I am a filmmaker, video editor, I work in production, and and uh, I I produced a short film that actually made it all the way to the Cannes Film Festival in France. Nice. And nice. so we went over there for that for a week, my wife and I. And we're like, well, if I'm in France, I gotta go to Disneyland Paris, <laughs> which she thought I was a little bit crazy. But uh, we spent, we took a day, and and went there, and it was really neat. I think their Hollywood Studios Park is that what it's called? Their yeah. Studios Park yeah. is has a, a little bit to be desired, but I believe they're working on a massive renovation there at some point soon. That's exactly that is where the Ratatouille ride is, which was the best part of that park. <laughs> That's so funny you say that because, of course, I haven't been, I've never been to Europe. I'd love to go yeah. someday, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm a typical St. Louis and like, I, you know, I dream, but I, you know, probably Paducah, Kentucky's as far as I'll ever get. <laughs> I feel like, but, uh, you know, it's all those things like that's, I always hear that like Disneyland Paris, the castle's awesome. The yeah. studios park leaves a lot to be desired. That's what everybody, yeah. say, everybody but, says that but, exact thing. But their Magic Kingdom park, their Disneyland Paris is beautiful and it's way bigger than Magic Kingdom. Everything's just more spread out. It's, I'd say it's better landscaped. It was, it was a, it was a beautiful park, but fewer things to do. We ran out of things to do by like five o'clock. And then it started raining, and then we just took the train back to our hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't win them all, I guess. But you, you had your film. <laughs> there you go. It's yeah, pretty sweet. Exactly. All right. So uh, let's talk about this trip you took. So what led you to going down this time of year? When did you go? Who'd you travel with? All that good stuff. So I have two daughters, one who will soon be three and one that will soon be one. And we wanted to, and our, our two-year-old, soon to be three, is loves Mickey and loves Disney and loves cars. And she's super into all that stuff. And I wanted to get her there before she wasn't free anymore. I, um, I feel you there. Trust me. I've been there a bunch. It's, it's amazing. Remember, you're still two. No, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and obviously, pandemic is a major factor. And we've been pretty strict around our household of what we're doing and where we're going and who we're seeing. Um, but my wife and I both work at a school that's been in session since since August. And it's been going great. And kids wear masks well. And we're around enough crowded enough crowds wearing masks that we figured, what's what's what could be worse? <laughs> You know, instead of uh, being around, uh, you know, uh, kids in school, why not just be around uh, yeah. having some fun, you know, yeah. rides. <laughs> and so we were going to go over Thanksgiving, but we canceled that trip. And then we decided, all right, let's just pick a random weekend in February. There's no holiday. We'll take an extra day off work. It's long enough after Christmas that if the pandemic pandemic is spiked, it'll maybe go down by then. And so we picked Super Bowl weekend. Okay. All right. Um, you, before, you, 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 yeah. you didn't get to see Tom Brady. Uh, that's probably no, a good thing, no, being from St. Louis. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking that the Super Bowl was only an hour and a half away, but I guess they weren't really allowing allowing crowds. So, um, so yeah. It, so the idea of it not being super crowded and not being a holiday weekend led us to that weekend. And uh, so my wife and I took just our two-year-old. We left the one-year-old behind with Grandma and Grandpa. Um, to experience that. The other thing is I really wanted to see Galaxy's Edge. I have not done that yet. I had not done that yet. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And so I wanted to take advantage of that while the crowds were smaller. 
Okay, so let me ask you about that, though. Okay, you've been, because Galaxy's Edge has been around for a long time at this point. Well, not a long time, but I mean, a year and a half. Uh, did you try to stay away from spoilers or because it been that, that's a long time to try to because I always try to stay spoiler free. But I mean, doing the podcast and, and the line of work, I mean, it's so hard. How'd you do? I am terrible with theme park spoilers. <laughs> I watch all the YouTubers. I listen to you. I listen to, you know, Len and Len and Jim. However, <laughs> I decided early on that I was not going to look at anything about Rise of the Resistance. Nice. I couldn't avoid Millennium Falcon because that one came out first and I was too, you know, I had to watch all the videos when the land opened. But Rise of the Resistance, I had read a couple articles. I'd maybe seen a commercial or two, but I I powered through for years to make sure I didn't see extended footage from that ride. And I will say it was completely worth it. I will say, you, you, you I was the same way. I, I stayed clear of spoilers until I got to experience Rise, and it wasn't, it, it was a few months later, and, uh, you know, tough to do. We try to be careful of that here on the show. You know, we don't want to spoil anybody's, uh, you know, first experience with anything. We try to give it a long time. We still don't really talk about what happens on Rise uh, here on the show, yeah. but it's one of the things I do remember. I distinctly, I remember I was running one morning around the lake. You know, I get up at like 530 in the morning, still dark most mornings when I'm starting, and, and I was listening to Len and Jim. And they were jumping into all these spoilers about Rise of the Resistance, yep, 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 and I couldn't yep, get yep. to my phone fast enough. And I was, I was out, you know, nobody's out there. I was like, because I didn't want to hear it until I could hit the pause button and fast forward because I did not want to get spoiled. I'm like, oh no, they're going to do it because I have my AirPods in. I was like, this is this is my worst nightmare because Len goes so fast, man. He could tell you the whole spiel in like 28 seconds and you'd be done. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. This is, it's a tough thing, but but was it worth? We'll get into the experience, but was it worth it? All that work <laughs> trying to stay spoiler free. Yes. Good. Yes, definitely. Um, and because, like I said, I never avoided. I didn't avoid making minis run away, run away well, railway, which is a cool ride. But I had watched it a hundred times on YouTube because my kid loves it. <laughs> you know, just things like that. So to like have a completely like fresh experience, I had never really done that at a theme at a Disney theme park. All right. So let's talk about the logistics of this trip. So you go down February. Um, did you, I, I can't remember. Did you guys fly? Did you guys drive from St. Louis? How'd you get there? So we flew on a Thursday night, thinking the plane wouldn't be too crowded. It was completely full, yeah. but whatever. That, you know what? I, I flew back in December, and because I went down in August. The plane was only about a third of the way full. I took Mallory right after the parks reopened. We just went for a week, actually five days. Um, we got, just got a steal of deal. We both had annual passes, so we just went. She hadn't been doing anything all summer. And uh, then I went back in December for the Give Kids the World uh, fundraiser that we did at the Village, and that, that plane was packed. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, though. Like that, the way I saw it was, it, it was as safe as it could be with a full plane. But, I, you know, I felt way more comfortable as soon as I got off the plane for the rest of the time. Like that was probably the most intense part of the entire experience for me. Yeah, the airport and the airplane. Like I said, I've I've been a, I've been pretty strict about what we've been doing and where we've been going and, and mask wearing. And like when I'm at work at school, I do not remove my mask unless I'm sitting at my desk. Mm-hmm. I don't even carry a bottle of water around with me to you know you know, pull it down and take a drink. I just don't do it. So I'm number around enough kids with their noses out, you know? Uh, and so being in the airport and on the airplane, yeah, I mean, I'm just a rule follower naturally. So I just kind of had to deal with it. And we had our own little row with the three of us and just kind of hoped nothing would happen. But, you know, that's but theme parks, theme parks were great. 
So let me do, on the flying thing though. Yeah. Do you guys fly Southwest? That's kind of the yes. main carrier. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. what we fly too because it's the main carrier carrier out of St. Louis, and uh, that is the joy of having a party of three. Because usually for us it's three two, right? It's Paige is off at Mizzou doing stuff. Yeah. So when you have a party of three, you've you've booked your own row, which I mean it's not perfect, but it, it's better than going solo. You don't it's know who you're with. Yeah. Yes. So at least if it's a kid coughing on me, it's gonna be my daughter. <laughs> Put your mask on. You know, she always has it on, but you know, hey, cover it up even with the mask. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys fly down get there where'd you guys stay and, and how did it all how did it all go i try to stay as nicely as i can as cheaply as i can which i'm sure most people do but that's just kind of my mo and being that there really isn't a huge advantage to staying on property these days with fast pass or you know, whatever i don't really i don't really want to go on a bus and there's not a there's not a lot of a lot of advantages i, I found it was the um what was it called the homewood suites lake buena vista mm-hmm. uh, as a hilton um, it was 80 bucks a night for a two room suite. Wow. So that, you know, my kid had her own little room where we could put the pack and play and we had our own room with the bathroom connecting. There's a little kitchen and everything. And it was a 12 minute drive to Disney, free parking, free breakfast, free everything. I feel like I'm a spokesperson for this hotel, but <laughs> it was fantastic. And I just, I, 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 I probably booked three different hotels and canceled them trying to find just the right one for the right price. And I landed on that one and I really, really liked it. All that's, things considered. that's good to hear. I mean, because right now is the time to experiment with that if you have to, because, uh, you know, you're right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some of the things are, are gone that we used to enjoy as on, on-site uh, amenities. And especially yeah, and when, you're, when, you're, that, and when your child's that young, they're not going to be like, oh, you know, I need a slide at the pool because they're not going to be worried about that. Like when they're nine, you know, then they will. Right. And we were there for short enough that I didn't really care about uh, amenities, at least like pool and that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So you guys drove into the parks. Uh, it looks like you did three days uh, down there. So walk us through the experience. Yeah. So we got there on Thursday night. Uh, Friday, Friday was Magic Kingdom Day because my daughter really, that's her. She wanted to see Mickey's house, aka the castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she thinks Mickey lives in the castle, but that's cool because it's close enough. Um, and you know, my MO, and I'm sure yours as well, is get there early. Always. Because that's when you can <laughs> get the most done. So we got there as early as we could. We were probably at the, at the gate 40 minutes ahead of time and some of the first in line. And, uh, you know, we strolled down Main Street and took some pictures in front of the castle. We were headed straight for Peter Pan, but Peter Pan was broken down most of the day. Oh, <laughs> and so this is the first time I, 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 the first time ever that the first ride I went on in the morning was the carousel. That's <laughs> <laughs> having a kid right there. Because typically I'm headed straight to Space Mountain, yep. but with yep. the, with a two-year-old, uh, she's very tall. She was tall enough to go on mine train. I didn't want to take her on that. Um, she's she's a little brave. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, but we went, but we ended up going on the merry-go-round, and she loved it. Um, and then yeah, we just kind of hit F- Fantasyland as as you do with children. Uh, Small World, Winnie the Pooh, Mermaid, Dumbo, Barnstormer. That was her first roller coaster. She did freak out a little bit on that one. Uh, you know, teacups. And by then it was like 11 o'clock and we were already ready for lunch. So we kind of just, just destroyed Fantasyland in the morning. That's what I say. Actually, I mean, if you think about it, even though you did the, the carousel first, which, you know, oh my gosh, don't tell Lentester, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> that would stop his heart. But I mean, you guys really, in the, in the grand scheme of things, by knocking out Fantasyland right there off the bat, that kind of opened up the rest of the day, I'd imagine, for you. Yeah, and I knew we probably weren't going to go on Thunder or Space or Splash. We could do the Rider Swap, but mm-hmm. I'd been on those relatively recently, either in Florida or in California, that I'd, I didn't like need to go on those um, as I typically would. So, um, yeah, so we just did some of the slow stuff, which was which was perfectly fine. Um, and we had an early lunch at Tomorrowland Terrace, which is a great spot. I don't yep. think I'd ever eaten there before. I don't think I ever have. I've always but, wanted to. 
But now they're serving uh, Columbia Harbor House food. Right. So we just had some fried fish and chicken and sat and looked at the castle. How, how much? How much? How much better can you get? Yeah, no kidding. It, that started right after I left in December because I love okay. my Columbia Harbor House. I'm like, oh, dude, it's like the next. It's like the next week after I go home. That's how. That's how things always work for me. So uh, yeah, because <laughs> it's actually a great place in this this you know situation we're in with COVID because it's it's partially outdoor right i mean it's covered but it's it's open air and there's a little breeze and it's a it's a nice little shot, spot they need to use more yeah. i think yeah it is really nice. nice um and i will say i'm not like a big parade person mainly because it just takes up so much time right. to find a spot and watch the 30 minute show and et cetera, et cetera. but those cavalcades were perfect for a little child yes or, or somebody that doesn't have a long attention span or someone like me <laughs> <laughs> Um, because those just kept rolling by and she loved those. I mean, Goofy, Goofy. Yeah, yeah. On, on, when Goofy came by, we were standing kind of near Country Bear and we ended up just following it. And she loved, we always watched the parades on YouTube at home and she ended up dancing behind the parade float from Country Bear to the castle all the way. And people were cheering for her and, awesome. and laughing and waving at her like she's in the parade. It was like the greatest. That was the best moment. It wasn't even a ride. You know what? That's So this, this will, I don't even know if we really mentioned this officially, but this was your first time going to Walt Disney World with either of your either of your daughters, right? Yes. yes. So, it's, I mean, that's kind of the stuff you always hear about, like, oh, when you have kids or when you take your child to Walt Disney World, it's not going to be the ride on Peter Pan. You know, it's going to be your daughter hanging out and, and waving to mickey just that look or you know when elsa blows her a kiss from a float or something yeah. like that you know it's and it's true i mean i've seen that time and time again with my kids and i'm sure that was kind of the same with you yeah it was great and 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 enjoying the the smaller things she loved the magic carpets i'd never been on the magic carpets i never wanted to go on the magic carpets <laughs> but she wanted to and so we went on it and it was great and she still talks about it uh, um, that's so funny and yeah, yeah we we couldn't do the typical character meet and greets obviously yeah. but but those those little those little parades were 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 really enjoyable. But you know, being a being a child of that age, you know, it's uh, you know they they would love him sure to meet the characters, but they probably don't know what they don't know, right? I mean, just being able to see Mickey wave to Mickey, that's the norm for her right now. And the next time, hopefully, when you guys go back and, and this is all behind us, you know, hey, you get to get up, and give Mickey a hug, you know, get a picture with him. That'll, you know, it'll be just kind of the the sequence of things for her. It won't be anything out of the out of the ordinary. Exactly. Cool. So, so, so that was advantageous, though. Getting there early, you guys felt like you were ahead of the crowd the rest of the day and just got everything done at the Magic Kingdom you needed. Definitely, always. I mean, whenever someone asks me for Disney advice, I, I say just get there early and then yeah. talk to Mike Roman. That's right. <laughs> Both good advice. I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. So, all right. So now you guys hop. So hopping was obviously started at the beginning of the year. You guys went over yep. to the studio. So, talk to us about the mechanics of the hopping. Did you just? I mean, was it just like normal days? I mean, anything different? Yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. We just drove and got a decent parking spot at, at the studios because it was, you know, in the afternoon. I think we got to studios at like 2.30 and only had to walk in maybe five minutes from where we parked. Um, I just wanted to go see the Star Wars stuff once before we were going for real the next day um, and just kind of see what we could do in the afternoon. We didn't do a whole lot, but um, we did go on Alien Swirling Saucers, which uh, my daughter did like. She loves the spinning stuff. Um <laughs> it's all that stuff you wouldn't write otherwise but it's so you yeah. know it is fun with a kid yeah and the uh the line for the millennium falcon ride wasn't very long so i got to go on that and we just we just ride or swap that so and, what, you're, you're a big star wars fan what did it live yeah. up to the hype or what you think about uh smuggler's run i mean i had i had read like i said i didn't i did not avoid spoilers spoilers on that i mean the line for that ride is amazing 
yeah. the queue is incredible. Yes. I wish it might I be, be it might be better than the ride itself. It, I, the, I, I think like, it is. Where the chess set is, like I could stay in there all day, and the ride kind of gets me. The last time it made me nauseous, and I'm not usually like that. But I was the pilot last time, and I'm mm. terrible at that. When I was the engineer, I was fine. The coolest thing about it, and I don't think they're still doing this, but because we rider swapped and I was by myself, I got my own cockpit. Oh, for real? Oh man, that'd have been a photo shoot. So I was so I was solo, no pun intended, solo pilot with no one else in there with me other than some plexiglass walls. Oh, so man. it was it was cool. Okay, cool. And I guess they just turn everything else on automated because I, I didn't did. crash. Yeah. They, they should just uh, give you a Chewy. You know, some guy, you know, bring in a Chewy to sit next to you. I mean, yeah, come on, Disney. It wouldn't be that hard. Just have somebody waiting there. Hey, we got a solo. We need a Chewy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Both ways. Uh, okay, so. so but okay, so the thing you got to remember, though, about going hop into the studios is that right now, if you hop to the studios, you're ineligible for a Rise of Resistance boarding right. group. So I would imagine kind of the goal of this day was to do as much as you could outside of Rise, kind of get some of those things checked off. Like you said, see Galaxy's Edge, see the land. Smuggler's yep. Run was a bonus. So what yep. else did you guys get in knowing that the next day you're coming back to the studios, Rise is the kind of the top thing? Sure. I, well, I bought a lightsaber because I knew I wanted oh, a uh, the, so the Luke Skywalker Return of the Jedi legacy saber, so I bought that. Oh, <laughs> the green one. Oh. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we did get on uh, Midway Mania because the line wasn't very long for yeah, that. Remember when my... that used to be so hard to get on? Now it's like, yeah, oh, oh, go, I, I remember. Toy Story. I remember waiting an entire day just <laughs> to get did. on that it's at same. the very end of the day. Yeah. So it's like, it's 15 minutes. What? Yeah. And then my daughter loves cars. And as Disneyland is closed, I've not yet been, I've not been able to bring her to Cars Land out there. But the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy, I guess, can be a close second. I have she not done that. that. I've not done that. You know what? And you're the that's the first time I've heard those words said in probably a year. I I don't even know if people know it exists. Honestly, I mean it's it's back there behind Rock and Roller Coaster, but it, it, it was decent. Yeah. I mean, I I still I say I'm going to do it, and I haven't. It is what it is. I mean, the impressive part about it is they have a life-size animatronic of Lightning McQueen. Nice. And the walls pull back, and he's just, he's there. And he talks to you. And if you love Lightning McQueen, like my kiddo does, I mean, she thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then they have these giant wraparound screens, kind of like Impressions de France or like, uh, you know, something like that, that has all the characters, and they talk and they interact with the with the animatronic car. So it's a, it's a 20-minute show, and it's sitting and we sat through it twice and it was i i, I probably only needed to do it once <laughs> you're a good um, dad <laughs> do it twice. but i'm also spoiled because if you've been to disneyland and you've been on 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 radiator springs racers there's like 15 life-size animatronic cars <laughs> that are just as good as that one so uh, those of you like mike rollman who haven't been out to, to disneyland you need to because that ride is a very close second to rise of the resistance yes i am gonna get there i promise you especially now that it's been closed for a year i think that was a sign from god you better get there when you get the chance don't yeah. put it off but uh, yeah no that's that, that's cool though that, that's a good but if you need, a, if you need to waste a half hour and you want to see some impressive technology Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy is is fine. All right, you give it about. I, I've learned to never underestimate anything that Disney produces. Exactly, exactly. I guess uh, give that four kachows and uh, yeah. we'll go on from there. <laughs> All right, so so the rest of the day though, you, you got your lightsaber though. God, I want one of those so bad. I can't. One one day, someday, maybe. See, I need to go down like in April, right after I get a tax refund. Be like, this is what I'm gonna use my tax refund. You know, I can't justify right. it otherwise. But uh, it's one of those things. I'll, I will have it. Um, so the rest of the day though. Now let me ask you this because I, I get. And I'm sure you had this ba majorly because you're a big Star Wars fan. Did you start getting anxious about that boarding group the next day, like oh, when you're there? Because you're I like, can't. oh man, I've seen it now. I got to get on it. Hopefully tomorrow everything works out. How, how'd that go? Of course. Um, 
So I did a lot of research. I'm sure you guys have talked about this plenty. But the first thing I did when we got to our hotel is as I as I did an internet speed test because mm -hmm. I've everything I've heard and read and seen like the quicker your connection is, the better yes. chance you're gonna get, right? Yep. And so I googled, you know, I pulled up the Google internet speed test in our room with no Wi-Fi, and it was like four megabytes. I'm like that's not gonna cut. Oh it. no way! So I went out <laughs> into the parking lot, and it was like 16, like three times, four times as fast. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going out in the parking lot at 6.45 in the morning. That's going to be with no Wi-Fi, and that's that's what I'm going to do. Um, and I did the, you know, open open the app fresh at 6.50 and, you know-ish, and then click on the first join button at 6.57-ish, and then start swiping down to refresh, refresh, mm -hmm. refresh, refresh. And I got 14. Wow, I've never, I've never gotten lower than 60-something. Done and done. Whew. So I don't, know if, I don't know if the Homewood Suites is like, is like boarding group Mecca, <laughs> boarding group heaven. Uh, Whatever but it takes. I, I was, I was worried and it worked. So, and also I, one tip, I mean, I don't know if it's ever going to, I always screenshot that sucker as soon as I see it. I'm sure you did yeah. too, right? Yes, any, definitely. any good tech person is going to screenshot yes, that way. You can, I had it I, I had, right here. Look at the picture. <laughs> Could be doctored, but it's not. Um, now. So, so once you get that though, it, it's kind of a strange way though, to start the day, right? I mean, you're out there, you get that adrenaline flowing. It's like, you know, it's like we sign up for a run Disney race for me. You know, it's like I'm sweating bullets. Like, oh, man, I've been the last week. I've been worried about this. And then it happens. And then you got to, you know, you go on with your day. So you get out there early 7 o'clock a.m. The parks, well, the, the, the studios was opening at a decent It opened time, at like eight, 9 nine that day, I think. Yeah. So, so you guys just got to get everybody together and head over? Yeah, we showed up around 8 and easy, easy walk to the front gate. And, and uh, I think, I mean, they opened it early. Yeah, um, I think we were on we were on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway by like eight twenty five, and the park didn't open till nine. So your daughter liked that as much as uh, you know watching the videos at home. Yeah, we watched that one a lot. I think she didn't want to go on it a second time. The line was short enough that we could have just gone around and done it again. But she's like, no, I don't want to do that. So, so we. Uh, but yeah, that ride's amazing. I, I mean, I miss the Great Movie Ride as we probably all do. I wish they could have built that somewhere else. I agree. I agree. But, I know. I know but, a lot uh, of the people didn't know the movies. I did. I love the ride. And I don't even watch movies. Like I knew the Wizard of Oz. You know, I never watched any of those old musicals or anything like that. Didn't watch many westerns, but I, I appreciated the just the the journey through the movies. And you're a filmmaker, so you know that. But yeah, I miss yeah, it definitely. And just and just the number of robots in that ride. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And then the live. I love, actors, I love the know, robots. The, the, you know, the, the, my daughter always got a kick out of you know the gangsters that pop out or the cowboy right, yeah. or, and know. the real people that participate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a good combo. All right, so, so we went to, yeah, well, so we went to toy went to toy story land instead of riding that again okay and and ellie our, our daughter worked up the courage she's like i want to go on slinky dog Ooh, that's a big one for a little kid she's tall enough so we did it she i got a nice gopro video on that one <laughs> of, a, of a screaming child <laughs> that's good that's but good. she's she's a quick she's a quick recoverer so she now talks about it proudly but oh, yeah. at the time, it was it was sheer terror. Yeah, I conquered uh, I conquered Slinky Dog Dash. That's one of those yes. things. It, you know yeah. what? The good news about that ride is it's I mean it's not super short. Did she think it was over when it stopped in the middle? 
I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we're going again. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. If you're scared, that'd be not good. Yeah, we're gonna blast off a second time. Why not? Hold on. <laughs> Here and we it go. Does, and then it does the bumps yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end. Yeah. You can't help but really laugh on that part, though. I got to say, like that's no, just kind of a fun. yeah, it's awful. But yeah, that's uh, she should be proud of herself. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So so we cooled off on aliens rolling saucers because she liked that one. So we went on that one again. Nice. So now, did you have the same thing I get every day when I go there and I have a boarding group? Like, I'm just constantly like, okay, when's my group? When's my group? Like, I got to be Yeah, I mean, I think it got called almost immediately. But there's a little bit of flexibility, you know. So so we we meandered our way over. We actually did Millennium Falcon one more time because the line was super short at at 9 in the morning, you know. And, uh, yeah, they called our boarding group at, like, 9, 10, 905, something like that. So Nice. So... On to the main event, yes. which I guess we can't talk too much about. But. Well, I mean, I, I, just, I just don't want to spoil it for anybody that might be going down for the first time. But, I mean, definitely impressions, you know, in thoughts. Yeah, I mean, again, don't watch videos if you haven't already because there's yep. so many surprises. So many surprises. And it's wow. not even, not just not just on the ride. Yeah, I agree. You know? and, and just one of the things, I mean, I'm sure you saw this too. Look behind, look all around you, like look at the yeah. entire environment. You know, of course, they're going to force you through, you know, when you go through an attraction, you're moving from like point A to point B to point C. But don't be scared to look over your shoulder, look behind you. Where'd you come from? Look up because there's there's stuff everywhere. And you'll notice a lot of nods from not just like the movies you're assuming are going to be a part of this. You might see some stuff from uh, other movies. Yeah. And I would suggest too. we did the rider switch because my daughter was not tall enough or brave enough to go on that. Um, I would suggest... If you do rider switch, the second person that goes goes through the quote unquote fast pass line, which mm-hmm. skips a lot of the queue, yep. and the queue moves fast enough that I would almost recommend not going in that fast pass line, even if you're doing rider switch, because you miss, especially if it's your first time. If it's yeah, your first, yeah. if you go on it a second time, whatever. But your first time, that, the queue moves fast enough, and you go through enough rooms and you see enough props and things that if you're a big Star Wars fan, I would suggest just going through the normal line. I agree. It's very it's very similar to uh, Expedition Everest, right? I mean, yeah. like the single rider, you're not seeing anything. You're just you're on the you're on the yeah. attraction, you know, where you miss that whole you know, pseudo museum kind of experience yeah. if you skip it. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I you're agree. basically going through like a hidden rebel base, and there's right. all sorts of props and weapons and costumes that that you recognize, which are really cool. Right. You kind of feel like you're going like through like Hoth, you know, the base on Hoth, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, wherever they were uh, in Episode Four. <laughs> I can't remember right now. Yeah. You probably know, right? What no, Hoth is, Hoth is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Five. yeah. What was the one in Episode Four where they're on that kind of? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Yavin Four. Yavin, Yavin. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. God, this is gonna bug me all night. I'm glad you said that. God, <laughs> God I was losing my card here. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I mean, there's so many surprises on that ride. I mean, I knew some of the. Th- I knew you were gonna we're gonna be in that big room. I'm speaking vaguely. Yeah, yeah. But, but, everybody but the knows. You, that's the one thing I think everybody knows because yeah. in every marketing shot. Yeah. But the way you get into that big room. Right. It's awesome. Was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is cool stuff. It's so cool. I want to talk about it, but we can't. Ups, just, ups and downs, yes, so to speak. Yes, yes, yes. All kinds of, uh, yeah, I, I got to stop because I'd be ticked <laughs> if somebody gave it away to me, so I'm not. Okay, so you do that. You're kind of pumped up. You know, you have your lightsaber from the day before. How does the rest of the day unfold? Because I know eventually you guys hop over to Epcot. We did. Yeah, so daughter wanted to go on Aliens, aliens Rolling Saucers again, so we did that. She wanted to see Lightning McQueen again. We did that. Um, but we had lunch at the Docking Bay 7. Mm-hmm was one of the restaurants in galaxy's edge yep uh, i really like the mobile ordering system i never really used that before it's awesome it was very intuitive uh very efficient as long as you book it early enough yep um so we had some funky salads and a funky dessert from <laughs> from uh, batu at the <laughs> docking bay seven 
um, and then just kind of walked around for a little bit. Uh, we told we told our daughter that she could buy one thing each day. Day one at Magic Kingdom, she picked out uh, the fire truck from Cars, whose name is Red. Very she really cool. wanted Red. And then uh, day two, we were actually uh, walking away from Galaxy's Edge, and we went into uh, kind of past Muppets, and we went into the gift shop that's connected to Star Tours. And she saw Baby Yoda Grogu, and that was like, like she grabbed it. And I'm like, all right, it's yours now. So that was that was souvenir on on day two. And she got so many comments from people as she was carrying Grogu around the parks. Look at the kid with the Baby Yoda. But it's see, so adorable. As a dad, though, didn't that just make you so proud that she picked that out? You're like, yes, this is awesome. Yes, <laughs> I even offered her like a pack of thirty princesses. I mean, do you want this? She's like, no, I want the fire truck and I want the Yoda. Nice. I like it. Yeah, that's I. I get it. I get it. That's that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Look at the child carrying the child. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. Okay, so let, let, I want to make sure we get all this in. So when yeah, you guys sure. hopped over to Epcot, uh, how'd that all go? Yeah. What'd you guys do? Yeah, so we took the Skyliner over to Epcot, which is my first experience on that, and that's awesome. So it's weird. so it's peaceful. Awesome. It needs to be everywhere. Yes, it's so peaceful and smooth and quiet after after being in Galaxy's Edge, which was crowded despite being not as crowded as it could have been. Uh, and you know, landed at International Gateway right at 2 p.m. when it was time to enter Epcot. It was beautiful. I love I love the Skyliner. Um, so there wasn't a big goal of Epcot. Um, I just love Epcot, so I wanted to go there. Um, but we were able to do. It, it was the, the World Showcase was very crowded because it was the Arts Festival, whatever mm-hmm. that's called. Yep. Um, but Future World, we went on you know uh, Figment, Land, Nemo, walked around Living Seas, and even went on Frozen in like a couple hours. Wow. Um, just kind of knocked off all the rides that she could that she could go on, which was fun. It's kind of a good tip too. When a festival's going on, Future World's going to be the place to kind of you could you can get a lot done, you know, because the yeah. focus of the fe- there are some things in the festival are towards Future World, but not necessarily in Future World proper. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, we didn't we didn't wait more than five minutes for for Land Nemo Figment. Uh, obviously, awesome. Frozen was like thirty five minutes, but that's that's short in comparison to, to normal. Nice. So uh, yeah, so that so just. A, quick uh, afternoon over there did you guys stay yeah. till close How, how'd you guys how i had a reservation for chefs chefs de france for dinner so we we ate a dinner at like five o'clock because you know kiddo and then uh i took my wife and kid back to the hotel and then but Epcot was still open for a couple hours so i, I went back <laughs> like, i'm not wasting this money <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my wife's like, i'll read a book it's fine um <sighs> and so i had to return to see my favorite attraction of all time maybe not all time but at least it's up there Impressions de France. Oh my gosh. You know what, Scott? Hashtag Scotty G is just, he's cheering you on. That is his favorite too. And it's up there on my list too. The music, whenever the music comes on on hold with Disney, I'm like, yeah, I love it. It's awesome. Oh, there's the start Um, of the show. (laughs) I I will fight for that thing until the bitter end. I agree. I think it's better than anything at Epcot. Um, I think it's way better than Soren. If you guys, if you, if you listening have not seen that movie, I, we need like hashtag save Impressions Day France because Beauty and the Beast is just like slipping in there. Oh, dude, that is so horrible. <laughs> and I haven't seen that, oh, but I've heard terrible. it's terrible. It's terrible. It is. And I mean, I like Beauty and the Beast music just because our podcast is called Be Our Guest, right? I mean, there's the loose yeah. association, but it's bad. And, and yeah. you're right. I mean, it, Impressions of France is a, it's a time capsule at this point, but it's all, yeah. you know, the music, the, the, just, everything about it just screams early Epcot. Don't take it, it away. It is, it is stunning. It is sublime. It is beautiful. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like the 360 movies in China and Canada where you have to stand and yeah, suffer you get to sit. for 20 minutes. You sit in a the theater and they pull back the curtains and it's five giant movie screens that's like, what, 200 degrees? Uh, yeah, probably. Something like that. Yeah, it's... And each one, 
is like super duper high definition. They filmed it on film back in the 80s, but they've since like, you know, digitized it. It's probably 8K, whatever. I mean, and every screen was its own camera. And so it's just like, it is just the stunning footage of, yeah, 1980s France. But <laughs> but most of it's pretty, you know, evergreen. I mean, it's it's landscapes and castles and vistas right. and just this beautiful classical music. And people, and riding, people riding 10 speeds in jorts with no helmets. <laughs> and guys in Speedos on piers. Yeah, you know. All those things, everything you want to, everything you want in France. It makes me want to go to the patisserie right afterwards. I'll tell you that that one scene, I'm just like, I gotta have some, I gotta have an eclair. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's combinations of these amazing aerial shots, and then they just like stick the camera on a cart that's wheeling through a marketplace. And it's and wherever you, it's yeah, wherever you look, there's you notice something else. It's it's amazing. It is. Please it is. go see that movie, yes. people. This is the longest we ever spent on this, and I do not regret it. This is this exactly. It must be. This is the way. <laughs> And they have this just like rock and sound system in there too that's blasting all this yes. French classical music. Oh, One yeah. of the songs, the song that plays near the end when they fly over the Eiffel Tower, maybe, is the organ uh, symphony. Yes, that big. Anyway, yeah, it's like we played. We had that music play in our wedding when we walked out. Oh man, that is perfect. <laughs> this is great. Uh, yes. uh, I guarantee uh, you, there's uh, so many people listening today. Like, yes, that is exactly right. Because we're all. <laughs> oh yeah, I got to get back now. Okay. Best thing at Epcot. Okay, so I want to make sure we get all this. So you, yep. you went and did a little solo time, which I like. That's a, yes. that's a good good wife there to let you do that. Yeah. My wife and I and I and I brought my camera with me only when I was by myself and I took a bunch of pictures. I did the same in Magic Kingdom the first day. I went back for a couple hours and just kind of roamed around with my camera. I went on Space Mountain a couple times and just kind of hung out. Good tip. Good tip. Okay, so the last day it looks like you guys were uh, getting ready to fly back to St. Louis, but you had breakfast at Chef Mickey's. We did. I wanted one closer up character experience because the. You know, the normal mm -hmm. ones are not available. And so we booked Chef Mickey and the our daughter loved it. I mean, we had a, we had a nice spot in the corner farther away from everyone else, which was nice. Like they had the tables fairly distanced. I feel like they could have spread them out a little bit more. That may just be me. Um, but uh, yeah, it was great. And the characters came through a dozen times in the hour we were there. It's a little pricey, but I think it was worth it. It was a great way to end the trip. It is. It makes going home a little bit easier. But I haven't done, I haven't done it since, uh, you know, post-COVID. So I'll have to give it a shot. Ricky yeah, and and I know I I mean I hadn't done it since, since I was a little kid. I I think it originally was a buffet, and it's obviously not a buffet anymore. But they bring you out way too much food, and if you and if you uh, run out, they'll bring you more. So it's basically a buffet, but you don't have to get up and serve yourself. Sounds good. All right, so as we wrap it up, sounds like you had a great trip. Um, I always this always interests me because when the kids get home, you know they talk about the trip, right? Or you talk to them about it, you know. But a lot of times they'll say kind of stuff like you didn't anticipate, you didn't you know expect. Is there anything your daughter like remembers or, you know, talks about now that you guys are home about the trip that you weren't expecting she would, you know, would be something high on her list? Not the answer you're looking for, but the smoke detector, went, the smoke detector went off in our hotel room because the steam from the shower set it off and that she freaked out. She's afraid of smoke detectors now. <laughs> oh, great, but besides great. that, <laughs> <laughs> like she, every time she sees the one in her house now, she's like, is that going to go off? Is the beep going to happen? I'm like, yes, no. that is being a parent. There, there's one negative to the Homewood suite. Yes. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, I think she, she will just, I mean, she's young and she's only, she's just about three, but she has an incredible vocabulary, but you know, maybe not quite the memory you would expect, but little things come out. Like she, she'll be going fast on her bike and she'll say, I'm on Slinky Dog or, oh, yeah. you know, she'll be spinning around and I'm on the teacups, you know, you just get little references and it's just fun to see how she associates things with what we experienced in Florida. That's super cool. And uh, one last question, because you are, you know, you work in education, so does your wife. So you are out in the public, you know, not 
not hold up, you know, and a lot of teachers, well, not a lot of teachers anymore, but some teachers are still teaching from home virtually. You know, a lot of teachers are back in the classroom at this point with in-person instruction. How did you feel compared to, I think we mentioned this top of the show, but just kind of to reinforce it, like, was it, did you feel safe enough down there? Did you, how'd you feel Disney was doing? Because as a teacher, we talk about this a lot, like, right, the best thing you can do is be consistent with expectations. Did you feel Disney was kind of taking care of that? Yeah, once we were out of the airport, I was very pleased the entire time. Um, I think Disney was still at 35% then. I don't know what they're up to now. Um, It felt crowded-ish. Obviously not near as crowded as going on around Christmas or whatever, but I felt like um, mass compliance was at 99%. Cool. Um, And generally spacing in lines worked. There are a few times where I had to turn around and glare at the person behind me, but generally (laughs) generally it worked. (laughs) You know, and yeah, I, I never really felt unsafe at Disney. A lot of hand sanitizer. Like, I, I don't there's a lot of stuff you got to touch. You know, midway, midway mania, you got to pull on that thing and you know no one cleaned it. But um, but generally, I was, and even even indoor dining, I felt fine with, which I had done none of in the last year. Yeah. Because um, it was spread, up, spread apart enough. And we still put our masks on when we weren't eating, even when we were inside. And generally, I was, I was, I was very pleased. That's cool. All right. Well, Mike, hey, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show to share this because those first trips are always the most special. And, uh, Again, you know, on behalf of all of us, thanks for being in the classroom. I know that it's been a tough year for all educators, and uh, you guys are getting it done. So thanks for that, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks. And I have one thank you for you. You may not even remember this, but when I was on your show two years ago, I, I promoted my podcast, which is since finished, where we were going through every Disney movie in order. And you you uh, let me talk about it, and a lot of viewers came from your show. Well, sorry, listeners from your show to to mine. And uh, so thank you to the BR guest listeners that hopped over to the Disney one by one podcast. Cause our, our listenership bumped up considerably after yeah. I was on your show. Oh man, that makes me feel great. Now is it, is it still <laughs> out there even though you're not producing it? Yeah, it's still out there. So we went through all 58 animated classics in order and talked about them. We did an episode every week for 58 weeks and we'll actually do one about Ryan, the last dragon coming up soon. Cause that movie just came out. There so we will, we finished it. We got through frozen two and we finished and we had nothing else to do, but uh, we'll continue to update that show. Disney one by one as uh, as the new movies come out. It must feel good though now that you're caught up. You know, it's like oh, we just gotta do one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, what are we on 1800 for you? Yeah, it's almost. Yeah, yeah. when you count all the live shows, we're almost at 2,000 shows and all the Yeah, specials. I mean, I did I did 58. I'm like, do you know what? That's great. We're Pixar. No, we're not doing Pixar. We're okay. we're done. No, give it a plug though, so people can check it out though, since it's still out there. Yeah, it's called Disney One by One. Or you can search Disney One X One on any podcast platform, or just Google it. It'll come up. Um, and yeah, you can listen to every episode. And, and when we started that show, Disney Plus was not a thing. And so I was finding these movies at the library, on the internet, <laughs> in other ways that I may not want to talk about. And uh, and but now that they're all available, you could easily go back through our entire catalog, right. watch every movie, um, and they're relatively evergreen. So they'll, they'll generally make sense with with uh, what date you're listening to them on. Cool. Well, check it out. All right, Mike. Well, you have a good weekend. Uh, thanks again for being out there, and uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right, don't forget today's show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney getaway. Spring break, still possible this year. A lot of folks booking last-minute trips. Maybe just want to go down and get to a swimming pool, go, you know, see a couple of parks while you're there. Long weekends are great. You know, maybe the kids want to go down for spring break, whatever. We can get you booked all the way through the middle of 2022 as well. Some great discounts out there. So just drop by themagicforless.com, check out all the great specials. And while you're there, fill out the quote form, and I'll take great care of you if you mention the Be Our Guest podcast. Again, themagicforless.com. 
Also, please support the Be Our Guest podcast by using our Amazon affiliate link, BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. It's a free way to support the show with one extra click. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons. You guys are really helping us out here to put out four shows a week, plus a live show every Sunday night, even in this time while travel's down. And it's a lot of fun being able to talk Disney with you. So thanks to our patrons. If you'd like to check that out, just visit Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. We're on Instagram and Twitter at BeOurGuestMike, Facebook and YouTube to search for the Be Our Guest Podcast. And join us this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's the BOGP Open Line with myself and hashtag Scotty G. We're talking about the Disney News of the Week and taking your calls for an hour. All right, we're going to duck out of here. And until we get back together again this Wednesday in 48 hours to answer your listener questions, for Mike, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Time to head back to work, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.